is the No Holds Barred Witchcraft Podcast, episode 77, and I am losing the will to fucking live, Chris. Oh, wow. You dropped the F-bomb in the first two seconds. Well done. Yeah, wait what until I drop the C-bomb. What is getting to me? Well, it's these motherfucking PKTWs, Chris. The post-Calvin traditional witches. And no, it's not the comments that they write on my video about PKTWs, because that just amuses me. What upsets me is the shit content they put out. Have you noticed any shit content coming out lately? Because there's a lot of it from PKTWs. It used to be a load of the Wiccans that were putting really shit content out. There was a little bit of shit content coming out from um, the old uh, ceremonial magicians of the left-hand path. But most of that was kind of amusing, to be fair. And they did have a little bit of guts to them. Albeit, I know a lot of them can't magic their way out of a paper bag. But, I mean, they went to the effort of, you know, dressing up for the occasion, at least, with their candles and dark robes and colour-changing contact lenses. But the Stang, the, 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 the modern Stang gang, which I think they're called also, I've heard people refer to them as that, apparently just sit in their pants talking about coloured yarns and stuff. Have you seen that? <laughs> um, yes, unfortunately, to say. Um, I think what's what blows my mind, I think you raised a few times during your um, PKTW rant, um, which was reviewing Crooked... Was it The Crooked Path? The Crooked Path by the one they call Calvin. Yeah, I did a book review of that, which some people thought was amazingly brilliant. And some people, Anne agreed with me, and some people thought it was horrible. Um, But enough said about that. I do look forward to the the comments as they pop up and I get the notification (laughs) that someone's commented on that. Because now I just kind of go, oh, I wonder what that is. Um, But yeah, essentially is a lot of what you said there, which is, what what I don't get is what what's what new things is it bringing? Because to me, it's wicker with a little bit more flexibility, um, and no no guaranteed religion part. I, to be fair, it's one of those where instead of instead of having a god and goddess, they suddenly have the folk devil or some other equivalent of that. A folk deity of some kind um and then they've you know exchanged the the comp the circle for the for a compass um and they use fairly the same the same tools that the witch the wiccans use um no 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 chris because instead of a cast in a circle they cast a compass and then very often have a stang because that's what the books told them they need to get so, but what I don't, what I struggle with, is is knowing, and maybe this is ignorance, but what great purpose does said stang have? That you know, because for me, all I see is it's a it's a stick for holding things, in a very pleasing way for Instagram to to be photographed. Um, you know, it's good for hanging schools on and shit. Like, I just I kind of don't get 
why it's so necessary or am i missing some big occult secret there liam you're missing a big occult secret that you need to go and buy the crooked path by keldon and you need to find that big occult secret because he notes some big occult secrets in that book i know that because the comments i've been getting from how that book has completely changed people's magical practices um it, there must be occult secrets in it now i, I don't remember seeing any i i would uh, you and i are not experts with cochrane inspired witchcraft right there are people that we know certain welsh people yeah um from a Welsh tradition anyway. Our friend Lady Poison, you could say is an expert on yeah. that type of witchcraft. There are many types of witchcraft, that type of witchcraft, Robert Cochrane inspired witchcraft, where they use, you know, some kind, I suppose you could say iconic-ish approaches or tools, rituals, um, that were publicly released and then have now been watered down so i'm not saying that i have a problem with cochrane inspired witchcraft which a lot of people are calling the stan gang now they're saying oh it's like that robert cochrane's a little bit like um gerald gardner you know they both crop up at the same time they both make some tradition and they both kind of try and market it to the rest of the world which isn't really necessarily the case from what i understand in cochraneite witchcraft but there are like initiatory traditions and that kind of thing what i dislike is i dislike this whole idea of traditional witchcraft that i always saw as a joke i've always seen traditional witchcraft as a joke right and i don't mean a joke as in a joke as in like they're all fucking idiots i'm starting to feel like that now with a lot of them yeah but a joke as in ha ha wink wink nudge nudge traditional witchcraft meaning not i do things the traditional way not these namby pamby modern witches that are too scared to go to the woods at night type thing right yeah. so it's all about iconography and copy and paste in it with with pktws with all of the wiccan books with all of that it's all about copy and pasted shit and then buying the next copy and pasted book and hoping there's something extra in it. It's not about practical applications of magic in a journey of self-discovery. And when it is, it's self-discovery, like exploring your fucking vagina with a hand mirror is what it is. That's what you got with the Wicca from the 90s. With the traditional witchcraft now, it's all about pushing your own practice, pushing your own practice in an authentic way that means copying someone from medieval times from what i can see from the content that's putting out there now yeah. i don't know what to start on with this i don't know where to go with this all i know is that what i'm looking at in terms of content that was more of a traditional witchcrafty vibe 10 or so years ago versus content now of a traditional witchcrafty sort of vibe it's just as bad as the wiccan shit that we all used to take the piss out of it's just as bad it's no better than it it's got all the shitty politics on it which detracts from actual magical practice it's got all of the iconography all of the things you have to collect 
you know, all of the shit authors are coming out. It's just the next buzzword, the next fun thing. And don't get me wrong, I am in no way or shape or form a traditional witch. I'm not a traditional witch. I believe in fucking innovation, which some people in the traditional witchcraft, I don't know, group that would probably be referred to as a traditional witch, also believe in innovation. They swap the cauldron for the slow cooker. I can get on board with that. Yeah. I can understand yeah. that, right? But what I can't understand, nor can I abide, is mundanes running around playing superstition and then actually thinking they're fucking doing something. Because that's what you're getting from the modern traditional witches. You're getting the, oh, the abracadabra spell. I don't fucking know how that works. Oh, well, wait a minute. I've just read in the book, you know, as it gets smaller, it just disappears. And, you know, and oh, look, in this certain book, it says about this witch who was accused of witchcraft and mentioned this, 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 and this. I think I'm going to go away and do that now. And I've heard of mandrakes and familiars, and I think I need to go away and collect me a mandrake, and I need to go and do a spell from this book, because I'm a traditional witch. And traditional witches, of course, have got balls, and have got some guts to them, you know? So I need to go away and cast a spell to find my familiar because as we all know all traditional witches need a familiar and i need to cast a spell to do it because i read that in the book barbarous words hmm. okay right you say some stuff because otherwise i'm gonna say far too fucking much and upset far too many fucking people that's fine you can wait until the other side of the patreon barrier um oh yes right. don't worry i will <laughs> <coughs> two things i kind of want to say so the first one is we're not directly saying that all they are are Wiccans with a new look. What we're saying Aren't we? directly <laughs> is... Some of them are, though, Chris. Some, some of them, them are. actually them are. are. That's not what I'm saying, though. What we're trying <laughs> to say, before we just get accused of being dicks, which we are, but at the same time, like, you know, what we're talking about is... There is these there is these books that we refer to all the time by our mate Agrippa, the three books of Western occultism, right? And they they are there to set a point in time. So this isn't new magic. That's not what they were describing. What they were describing is what had gone before and what was attempting to kind of start to happen then. So that is a, a very much a place marker in history that says this is all that's gone before and this is what is currently happening now. So what we have an issue with is obviously Gardner and his cronies kind of rediscovered this um, in, the, in the 1950s. Like around that time, repeal of the Witchcraft Act, this information starts to appear again. Right. The, diff the problem I have with this is Agrippa never went away. You could always get hold of a copy of Agrippa. It never went away because it became a textbook for the scholastic elite for them to refer to. They have built the philosophy of Western occultism from a, from a book reading point of view on that catalogue. And I'm using it as a catalogue because that's very much what it is. It's a catalogue or an encyclopedia that kind of covers and categorises 
a whole swathe of different versions of the types of Western occultism. It's not a um, it's not a definitive guide in that kind of traditional sense of being explaining actually what it means. It a is primer? a Cliff Notes version, a primer of all those. It's an essentials guide rather than a definitive guide. An essentials guide of what is actually capable of practitioners at that point and those that have gone before. So that is trying to capture an entire history of Western occultism, which I don't think it massively does a bad um, a bad go at that, to be fair. Um, I think you have to read between the lines with a lot of it in order to get to the good stuff. But actually, what's on the surface is a decent summary. And it is that, a summary of what has gone before. Like, it's not going to teach you everything there is to know about witchcraft, but it, it attempts to cover the clip notes versions of all the different types of magic that are available. So at the end of the day, he, he was no expert. He was someone collecting knowledge. Um, you know, if, if anything, he was an armchair magician himself in a lot of ways. Um, he'd actually done a lot more magic than you, your average armchair magician these days. But he is what we would in the classical world would have been happy to call an armchair magician. Like, he collected all the scrolls, but hadn't really used them all. Like, do you know... Um, so you know he would be he would have been one of the the librarians at the at the Library of Alexandria before it burnt down. Like do you know it would be that kind of he would have been that one at the at the border, at, at the dock checking in. I've got one of those. Oh, I've got one of those. Oh, I'm confiscating that. We haven't got one of them. Um, and handing it over to the 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 scribes in order to actually write that up. So we got a copy. Like, you know, um, if he'd have actually got the sort of knowledge he should have had, he would have been able to go back to the astral version of that library and have actually done his research properly and actually seen what the classics, the classics had done up until that point. He hadn't because he wasn't that good. Um, but you've got to say that we are talking about that is still a time-stamped point in history where we have not remet it since. So primary there school. Are, that was primary know, school. It was it was kindergarten primary. A primary school, school kindergarten was, textbook. Johnny Phonics. Like, colour by numbers. It was colour by numbers. Yeah. And obviously, the West, the Western occultism from a face value has not mm. progressed and actually if anything has regressed yeah. since that point they're mm. not most uh, what you find in any book about wicca or any book about these these kind of post kelden lot that are coming in any of those books is actually taking away from yeah. what was available uh, almost 400 years ago like do you know what I mean? Like, I just what I can struggle to understand is the essentials guide isn't even covered by a lot of these books, and I I can't fathom how that is possible in the internet age, where any person doesn't even need to buy a copy of a gripper; they can fucking download it from from sacred texts. 
you know, granted, it's a bad translation, all the translations we've got, but, you know, the, the ones that are in English, because it wasn't written in English. But, you know, there is, <laughs> there is uh, digital copies readily available of this text. And we're not saying it's perfect. It's far from it. Um, I'm also saying it's an essentials guide. But that should be telling you something about what we're talking about. The fact that these people are not adding anything to the tradition. I'm not saying that it's a bad guide. Um, well, yes, I am. But the, um, you know, they are bad guides. Um, and the fact that the uh, that publishing company that we like to slag off a lot is now printing a lot of this pr uh, traditional witchcraft stuff says that actually they are joining the Wiccan. That is an extension in some mm. ways of Wicca. It may as well be. Not, you know, because that branding alone is making that happen. Mm. So what we're not necessarily saying is that there are some books that have been coming out lately by these kind of authors. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, traditional witches, the kind of modern variety are actually producing some some good reference material and by that i mean they've scoured through records and they've kind of copied various charms that we've not heard of or not seen in a really long time and they're a good reference book but they should be used exactly as that they're not yes. a manual to teach you magic mm. they or or they are inspiration at best like you know when you get like a good source book um that's got a book of know, symbols that one I got symbols, from something like that. It's a good reference. It's got point loads of, of writing, but the writing is you know? no good. And if it is on there, it just makes a slight reference. You'll find less in that because it's one page per symbol. You'll find less than a Wikipedia article on that. But you stare at the symbol. If you're a magical practitioner, you open it up, you look at it, you open the book, and then you open up the thing that's actually on the page of the book. Right. I know a lot of people don't understand how to do that. And you glance at the little paragraphs that are written and it inspires you. Inspiration, yeah. not yeah. learning. No. No. We still have horseshoes. We don't need to use them. But the actual concept of how you how a, a horseshoe is created in the magical sense, how mm. its usefulness, its superstition, understanding that knowledge is useful mm. recreating it by sticking up horseshoes and saying oh that guards against evil and, and brings good luck is not it is not practicing witchcraft that is superstition yes that is superstition it is not it's not practicing um Folk the same way that still delivering still delivering tarot um, and having to uh, recite the words you've learned from a book is not practicing tarot it's the same thing if you didn't are not able to go that step beyond you are not practicing you are copying you are rehearsing for the big show that's all yeah. you're doing rehearsing and and I think that's that's the bit that seems to be missed on people. It's a criticism, yes, it's a criticism, but it's not about actually the their ability to do magic. 
what I'm criticising is their ability to bring anything new to anybody's practice mm. is what I have an issue with, that no one is learning anything from this. So, you know, I, I just don't see the point. Um, okay. I've ranted, so bring me back to... for me to rant. Right. Just... Passing the microphone back to me. Chris, as you know, I got hashtag triggered. Like, not like some sort of social justice warrior triggered. I got triggered by the absolute shit I was seeing today. Okay, right. I'm angry. I'm very angry. I don't have many emotions. Anger happens to be one of them. One of the few ones that I do have. Um... And I need to ask myself and really dive into why. Why am I angry, right? Because a lot of people would say, well, leave them to it, okay? The real legitimate practitioners, they'll find their way eventually. A lot of them don't. A lot of them die before they ever do that, and it takes multiple lifetimes for them to even get past the key stage one or whatever the fuck it is, past the Johnny Phonics. Um, but what, what does make me angry? What is it that annoys me and pisses me off? Mundanes fall for stupid shit they see on the television, and that's fine, I can understand that. They don't know anything. They don't know anything. People, when they embark on a magical path, and are really truly setting out to find a magical path, back in the day, back in the day, they would find something and they would progress, and it would be fucking painful, and it would be fucking hard work, and they would get somewhere. These days, people so say on a magical path, the vast majority of them are absolutely shit, and I mean embarrassingly shit. Uh, me and Chris, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, launched this whole soft thing because we were fucking embarrassed. It's not because we came here and we thought, ah, we'd like to set ourselves up as teachers. No, we cringed. Think of the most cringiest fucking film, like one of those in-betweeners films or something like that. Think of something so awkwardly cringeworthy and then imagine us, because that is us. That was what we were doing. We were fucking cringing at all of the shit was out there and then we thought, fuck, I mean, come on. Even if we did a little something, it's got to be better than this. And we have found some very cool people that are on a magical path that are really pushing themselves, okay? What I tend to find is we're finding even more people that, if I'm honest with you, never make the fucking cut. That is what upsets me. I do not like to see someone put so much effort in and yet get fucking nowhere. You know, it is, it is upsetting, okay? I've watched in the past someone with cerebral palsy drag, physically drag themselves across the room, right? Physically drag themselves across the room in order to be independent and to do stuff, you know? And that person, I found that very inspirational because they didn't give up, you know? And they did as much as they could do, and they really did attempt, and they needed some assistance. They couldn't do everything. They couldn't live a completely independent life, but I saw them really fucking try, and it really fucking hurt them to try, right? 
within the magical practitioners that I'm seeing, I'm seeing them eh, kind of try. What I'm not seeing is I'm not seeing any of the classical witches that I used to see, okay? Because there's the difference, okay? Here's the difference between the PKTWs, the post-Keldrin traditional witches, the difference between the traditional witches and the fucking classical witches. It's an archetype. It is about the guts of the person, okay? The modern practitioners are spoiled fucking idiots okay so many of them are we've taken spoiled fucking stupid idiots and we've mentored them and they've then seen the difference in their own practice in where they've owned gum how they see and view magic and their own power i've seen traditional witches which are a little better a lot of the traditional witches is I'm going to actually go back to the original source material. I'm actually going to try and put some effort into understanding what went on, you know. But very often, a lot of them just fucking copy and paste it. They're like, well, I'm not copying and pasting from a modern book. I'm copying from the original sources, you know. I was like, well, no, just, just fuck off, right? Fuck off. You're not fucking doing anything. You're recreating some bullshit, okay? And you're not progressing. And then what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a classical star witches the ones that i got somewhere i've got a fucking b and it was five fucking minutes ago and fuck me you better get out of my fucking way because i'm going to do anything it takes to get there because i already consider myself to be late right and they have guts and they will go to the places they need to go to to get stuff done now a lot of people band and throw around all these stupid fucking terms like traditional witch, blah, blah, blah. When we started, we probably just settled on witch and then got labeled as uh, super witches by people that didn't like us or thought that we were taking the piss. And then eventually we kind of settled on professional witchcraft when people say what style of witchcraft. Because, of course, I couldn't call myself a fucking Gardnerian or an Alexandrian wicker because I've never done wicker. I can't call myself a traditional witch because it's too limiting. I can only call myself what the majority of my practice revolves around, which is professional, which is because I charge something. I'm like a fucking whore. You pay me, I'll do it, right? Magically speaking. Um, the archetypes are these words. They fucking mean nothing. You're either a witch or you're not. And if you are a witch... How strong are you? How far does your willpower get you? Do you want it that much that you will drag yourself across the fucking floor to get to the other side of the room to put your jacket on and get out? You know? Will you do that? The vast majority of them don't. The vast majority, this is a fucking hobby. For the classical witch, right? For the old type. This isn't a hobby. It's not even a calling. This is them. It is them. They have to progress. They have to push. They are magic. It's funny. Open a book of magical creatures and that, even if it's from the fucking Harry Potter universe or some shit like that mythology. There's often a page on witches. I opened one the other day and it was all about... Um, magical creatures and one of them said witch 
as a magical creature is because they are a magical creature, because they believe magic, because they're a part of magic. The classical witch, the old-fashioned approach, was that. It was a case that you are fucking gonna go and do it, right? And I'm not seeing this. What I'm seeing is I'm seeing... I don't really like this wicker. I don't really feel much, I don't really, I've never liked pentagrams and I don't much like this god and goddess thing, you know, and <laughs> colored candles, who needs colored candles? But I did read this fascinating book and it did say about all of this, uh, you know, special Scottish yarns I need to use because that's what they used to use. And they used to use this specific color for this specific thing. And then all of a sudden I've fallen into correspondences and I think that I'm doing something special and unique. And I think I understand how it works because I charge a little bit of money on a shit Etsy store for some of this crap. But actually I don't, I don't fucking understand any of it. And I'm just getting used by spirits out there. So there we go. We've got about two minutes before we switch over to the Patreon and then I don't have to censor myself anymore. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll enjoy that. What I kind of want to pick out, out, out of there and we'll push it a bit further the other side um, is that kind of classical archetype. So this classical witch. I'm all, I'm, I'm all for this kind of primordial witch that has uh, has been born that way. And I know lots of people will jump all over that, but is the fact that actually this is a born with knowledge, not I'm, I'm a little bit attracted to all things mm. witchy. That is, I was born to do this. I know how to do it. What I want is some guidance to get better. Yeah. Those to me are the ideal candidates for something, for what we do. But at the end of the day, what gets me with the, the, the traditional lot is yes go and look at these but why are you actually using them do you know do you understand what they actually are what they actually do um and also if you understand why it was used that way then obviously you can adapt it like he's, he hinted at earlier the witch that starts using a blender or a slow cooker is just adapting to what is available at this time so you know it is adapting, improving. You don't suddenly start using um, stoneware just because it was done that way. That was what was available at the time. The difference is, what they fail to understand is, these are people that were using what was available in their house to make a living. This is who you are comparing yourself to. Um, and I'll get to the other side of the Patreon part and we'll start talking about um, priestesses and actually why wicker is such a shambles but you know we'll do that in a minute right that's it for this edition of the um Thoth witchcraft no what the fuck is this no horse bar witchcraft podcast <laughs> no horse bar witchcraft podcast if you want to listen to the full episode of this where chris goes to town on very specific people then why don't you join the Thoth witchcraft patreon so go and do that it only costs like three quid or something doesn't it and you'll learn all the secrets of the universe so there we go you've now got deliver chris <laughs> Right. Call someone so, out because I'm about to. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure I should specifically, but that's because me. I'm. I'm on behaviour at the moment. Um, but first and foremost, I kind of want to hit this wicker part and why it falls short of the mark. 
um, in a sense of I don't necessarily have a problem totally with worship. So obviously we're talking often talking about, um, you know, we don't do we do nothing to do with Wicca because it's a religion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Practice is shoddy, etc. Um, what I have an issue with often with the religious side of it is the basic misunderstandings of what it means to be part of a fertility cult, which is exactly what Wicca is. It's it's a recreation. It's not an original. It's a recreation of what a how a fertility cult is supposedly structured. It's not um, because um, I don't remember any fertility cults during the classical period that actually required a masculine and feminine representation they never did um the closest you get to that is where several gods shared a particular temple but they were all ritually supported separately and actually their their bringing together was actually about powering up or meeting a specific need so like a committee uh, is the mm. best the best way to actually describe that is that that in that sense is a committee it's not about union um it's very rarely ever about union the idea is that you are specializing in a particular cult we've talked about this before this is these are the universities of the ancient world these are these are opportunities where somebody would be enrolled in order to master a specific type of magic and you would do that through taking uh, being the understudy essentially of the greatest representation they felt they could find of that particular kind of magic. So that's what we're talking about. You know, the cult of Diana would be about, um, they would be considering that she is the perfect representation of the huntress, the nighttime huntress. So this is having the ability to actually kill things in the dark, like, do you know what I mean? Like, this is what this is about. The, the moon representation has nothing to do with her femininity whatsoever. The moon representation is about being a predator. Um, mm. Why do you think? Why do you think the um, the moon is the representation that turns the lycanthropes, the the werewolves, uh, into the madness that is given um, in the moment of transforming into a werewolf? That that moon is about primordial energies towards killing um and actually dianic revolts if she was to really be anywhere near any of this dianic wicker bollocks she mm. would burn them all to the ground like you just it baffles me this is this is the woman because it's a variation of Artemis at the end of the day. This is the, the person that turns someone who looked at her getting out of the bath. Um, you know, obviously the natural bath, it's called a lake. Um, but, you know, was to get out of the bath and actually go, you weren't supposed to see me in this state of undress. So I'll turn you into into a deer um, and your own attack dogs, your your wild dogs will rip you to par, you, you know, rip yourself to pieces. This is... This is her just for going, you saw me get out of the shower. Now you're dead by your own by your own hand, essentially. Like, why would this person be interested in fucking love and light? Um, why would this entity 
not have this cruel feeling of what nature is. It is a cycle. It is a primeval way of keeping the balance of nature. Like, why Why is it that this, that a, a, you know, a cultural icon like Diana could actually be belittled to to being a fertility goddess? So I've already ranted, but do you know what I mean? That's only rant number one. Um, we'll get okay. back to another. Do you want to but... do another rant or shall I do a rant now? <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. Shall we take turns? Um, we can yeah, take they... turns. We could take turns. I'll be inspired by your rant. You can be inspired by my rant and we'll kind of get a flow going. Okay. Um, basically, what, what we were talking about earlier with archetypes, right? Because there's something that you people need to understand that many people have have realized okay when you uh, start to progress through magic and um the concept and idea that it doesn't really matter because you know let people make the mistakes let people um do stupid magic let people move at their own pace we often you know take the piss that we don't you know, it doesn't really mean anything to us. We don't have a quota to meet or anything like that. We don't have a quota to meet. You do. What that means is that the 21st century is very much where it all changes. Humans have got a considerable amount of intelligence now. They can do all sorts of crazy ass stuff an autonomic level, all sorts of technologies and stuff. One thing they don't have, though, is wisdom. They have intelligence, but not necessarily wisdom, okay? And what you'll find, certainly within paganism, is a lot of people thinking that they have some wisdom. They're thinking that because they call themselves a druid and put on a white cloak and do some stupid fucking ritual that they think is authentic, that ain't fucking authentic, and read from an iPad. That, and because they're tree huggers, and because they want to end global warming, and because they recycle, that that somehow makes them wise. Okay? And then they actively go about trying to make everyone else and make the world a better place. Okay, because they're so much wiser for it. Okay, now a lot of these people are the people that still decide to buy soy candles <laughs> and tie ribbons around a tree. But what I'm really getting at here is that you need to understand that bad shit is going to go down. And humans as a race are going to be given enough fucking rope to hang themselves. Okay, they need to stop worrying about getting a smarter and more intelligent, and they need to start growing in the form of being wise. Now, back in the day, we kind of fucking understood this. We understood that there was this thing called a science, this thing called a magic, and this thing called an art, right? All of these things, they melded together. When I said they understood them, they understood the fact that they needed to be fucking melded together. They did not separate all of these things. Everyone nowadays is a fucking specialist. Yes, there were specialists back then. Yes. 
but they were specialists after they managed to understand the basic fucking concept of you need to move in all of these directions. They just decided to move in those directions in specific ways. Now, the human race will end very quickly if you don't understand the concept of getting wise. Okay, you need to look at the world, you need to look at what you're doing, you need to look at what humanity's doing, and you don't need to fucking recycle and think that that's going to fix everything. You don't need to think that you vote for the right fucking left-leaning or right-leaning or wherever the fuck it is, because they're all the fucking same people, right? What you need to do is you need to understand what is the missing fucking components here, Okay. Did you get a degree in art? Very good. That don't mean you're a fucking artist. Yeah. Did you got a degree in mathematics? You know, applied mathematics. Did you go and do that? Don't mean that you've really got the science part down, right? What I'm saying is that the wisdom, very often, it comes from truly understanding, understanding, knowing, that sort of thing. Moving in the direction of magic, what the fuck is the purpose of magic? The purpose of true, ancient magic is moving in all of those directions. The creative, artistic, Venusian current, yeah? The logical, mercurial current. The psychic-y shit from the moon. That kind of triangle of manifestation we're all aware of, that we all need a basically a firm grasp upon in order to do proper big boy and big girl magic, not this fucking hoodoo shite or traditional witchcraft shite, yes? Not this superstitious, I don't know how it fucking works, so I'm gonna light a candle and hope for the best. If that don't work, I'll write a fucking petition to something that's bigger and badder than I am and pray to it, shite, right? What we need to understand is we need to understand that we ourselves have a part to play. Not in a fucking hippy-dippy way. We have a, heart, a part to play in our own evolution, in our own journey, okay? We need to be smarter and wiser. Within witchcraft, there is so much wisdom because the thing with a magical path and the thing with witchcraft is you're always marrying all those things up. Any actual witch on a witch's path is always conflicted about ethics and morality because they're always doing stuff that they're not too fucking sure how they feel about. They're always trying to push in a direction they've not been in. They're always trying to master a skill. They're always trying to explore something they've never been. That is at the heart of what makes a great witch a great witch. When you look at the shitty YouTubers, when you look at the shitty big name pagans, when you look at all this crock of shit that we call modern practitioners, rarely do any of them have that, okay? Rarely do any of them have that. Drive, determination, self-betterment, not in a fucking hippie way. I know a lot of uh, powerful witches and shit that do yoga and work out in that and look after their bodies and eat healthy. They do it because they're wise. They do it because they think it's fucking logical and it makes sense, right? They don't do it because that's a fad, okay? Now, there are some iconic witches that I can point out, okay? One of them's called the Map Maker. You've never heard of the Map Maker. Iconic witch. Someone that's on a real true witch's path. There's another one. It's one called Lady Poison on a true witch's path. There's someone else. It's Calypso 
on a true witch's path. Chris, can you think of any more iconic witches? Hmm. There's a lot of them. There's quite a yeah. few of them. Yeah. But do you know what? I'm thinking of the archivist, obviously, as well. Obviously. And you can't all of these people. Anyanka. Come on. And on Yonka, of course. All of these people are different fucking people. They have different practices. They have different wants, desires. They have different paths in a magical, you know, sense. But there is something that ties them together. And it's not that they go around fucking calling themselves witches. But it is that strength of will and the fact that they will earn the mantle and the power of great magic, of witchcraft, the witch's mantle. That is that. You know, all of the great witchcraft associated fucking gods and goddesses and all that. That's the sort of mantle that you are aiming for. Okay. The mundanes will fuck the world up. The mundanes have always fucked the world up. In the ancient times, Chris, were the mundanes in charge? No. I forget. Not at all. The mundanes weren't fucking in charge. Am I talking about a creating some sort of a conglomerate thing made of witches where we replace Jeff Bezos and Amazon with some witchy conglomerate? No, I'm not fucking talking about that. I don't really give a shit about that. We're not talking about saving the world because, quite frankly, I really couldn't give a shit whether the world burns and whether humanity dies out or not. I don't care. All I care about and all I'm here to do and all we've decided to do as Thoth, as a company, is to help people on their magical journey. So please think long and hard about whether this path is right for you because if you would like going to witchcraft exhibits spellbound or whatever the witchcraft museum various things and you like witchy films and stuff like that you might be drawn because you like the idea of it but are you willing to drag yourself across the fucking floor the people i've mentioned already they refer to themselves as traditional witches or Wiccans or ceremonial magicians or that. None of that fucking matters. None of that matters. All that matters is they have what it takes to fucking get somewhere. And not all of that is about being incarnated into this world, already being able to do magic and knowing how some magic works. Because not all of these fucking people have done that. We've talked about the tryhards and that kind of thing and joked about that sort of thing before. There are people which we've met that have come from nothing, that have been stuck in fucking crazy ass stupid religious cults, you know, and they've come from that and they've really grown. It doesn't mean that you need to have all of these weird and wonderful fucking uber powerful spells and shit that you already know how to do in these extrasensory perceptions and psychic abilities and all that sort of thing. What you do need is you need the right fucking personality because it's personality that makes the witch. It's personality that decides, yes, I am going to drag myself across the floor. And it's personality that decides, no, I'm going to sit in this chair and feel sorry for myself and I'm going to buy another book on Amazon. It's going to be another book with a different cover, but all this shit information will be the same inside. Chris, next time for your rant now. <laughs> Where do I go from there? Um, 
I think personality is a really great way to put it. Um, there are lots of words that the the psychoanalysts amongst you will say, oh, that's not right. Um, anyway, I don't care. Um, I think personality is the same way I talk about flavour, about how things taste. Um, I'm not going around eating everything, although it does look that way if you've seen me recently. But no, the... Um, you know, the actual taste is is a description of of what a concept I am trying to purvey. Um, so you know, it is it is this. It is the fact that actually, a strength of will is the one Liam mentioned a lot there. Yeah. Um, you we have only just so if you were to talk from a Kabbalic point of view, then obviously we've only talked about the base triangle the triangle of manifestation that is that is kindergarten you know that is what we are talking about is that it's the very basis of what a, a understanding of of magic and a, affecting change is built on if you can't even get that bit right and that's not that's balancing all three of those energies and understanding how that works then you're not going anywhere with magic so and this is where we where i struggle to go back to the stang gang um so that people don't accuse us of going completely off topic because this is all connected or too wiccan you know or too wiccan um you know is is the fact that actually um this is what we're talking about it is a basic understanding is what they are still selling and it does not cover the basic we're talking about, you know, depending on who they are will depend on which direction they're pushing in. So, you know, those that are too heavy on the Venusian are going to be the ones that are focused. These are your Wiccans. These are the ones trying to focus on the fertility cult as the answer to everything. You know, you've got the the mercurial lot, the, the armchair magicians that never, ever pull away from the knowledge and actually come into into manifestation and then you have kind of the new ages and in some ways where i'm going and i think i know this is mean but i'm actually going to put the traditional witches there in that kind of lunar space where they're even struggling with the astral um and cannot progress beyond it um you know, these. this is what we're talking about here is those groups are very much. And I, I have done that very blandly. And you can judge me as much as you like. I couldn't give a shit. Um, is the fact that there is these three, three big groups that are prominent right now. Um, and they're going to continue being prominent for quite some time. Um, Liam said something today, which I'm going to share with you because you're the Patreon lot. Is should we fucking give it all up and stop doing this? Um, because actually um, we're not winning and obviously we were never in it to win essentially the idea was that there would be somewhere for these true magical practitioners these real seekers of wanting to understand magic at its core um, we needed to provide that because it's not there um, or at least it's not there plain to see um, and in the digital age, people don't go down the local local pub and find uh, the practitioner that no one's ever heard of, um, you know, or go find her in the local charity shop or the haberdashery, because that's where she'll be. 
uh, you know, the old traditional hag. She, you know, you're not going to go and find them because we're in the, the digital age now. So you will go and see what's online um, in order to confirm something you want to want to know more about. Um, and there's pros and cons to that. The pros to that is we've got a wealth of knowledge at your fingertips. We've got a lot of shit to shovel through. Um, you know, there's probably just as much uh, New Age Wiccan Tradwich fucking PKTW bullshit on there as there is porn sites. But, you know, and actually trying to find even good porn these days is difficult. This is what we're talking about. We needed this premium shit needs to be available for it. We don't even charge what we should really be charging for this information. You know, yeah, we give out most of this for free. Um, mm. Yet people struggle with the concept of paying, you know, $3 a month or, four, you know, £3, $5 a month in order to have access to two people that really know their fucking shit. Not going to brag today because fuck them. Um, at the end of the day, you know, this is we're giving one to one training uh, with two people that have covered. <laughs> let's not go there, but we've covered more lifetimes than we care to admit. Um, and the difference is they're not hidden in some pokeballs for you to kind of go study. We have access to them, which is why we're trying to give you a heads up of what what is is trying to occur. Um, and, you know, this it's I'm still in that point where I feel proud of what we've achieved already. Um, I have days like Liam's having. It's in that depression mode. He doesn't like Christmas, bless him. But, you know, it's that Best time of year <laughs> is where he gets all humbuggish about shit. Um, and at the end of the day, what we put out there is far beyond what you're finding elsewhere. But the majority of what we're talking about is in, and to, sorry to bring this full loop to what I said at the beginning, but this is all in a gripper, if you were to look. I don't feel largely, we've joined the dots in some very interesting ways for you. Um, and giving you some big golden nuggets to kind of try and find. But actually, in the grand scheme of things, most of what we've talked about is is there in basic text, um, such as Agrippa. There are other examples, but it's it's the most readily available one that you can all access. Is at the end of the day, it's, it's all there. Um, all we've done mm. is a lot of the code reading um, for you, which is breaking a lot you know breaking open some of the between the lines um a series of footnotes if you will is what we're giving you to a text that you should be able to understand if you actually have anything about you um it shouldn't need to be explained to you you should that that access should be direct that text should jump off the page those images should jump off the page and imprint on your on your very soul and remind you exactly what you've learned before um you know very few let's let's face it there are very few new souls these days um there are ones that have kind of been through the mill a few times and come back but you know none not a single one of you i can imagine is is going to be brand new as this is your first ever lifetime like give me a fucking break like um you know 
we've been recharging and recharging that might be the first time you've ever been human um but let's face it um some of you might have been blades of grass the last time you were here i couldn't really give a shit but the point is at the end of the day that information is there it's intrinsic it's universal um to this world and actually if you bothered to even take the time to read one book in your entire lifetime as a practitioner it would be probably one of the few only ones i would ask you to read um and don't just read it once it's like the bible you go back to it every 10 years and go oh i missed that bit um <laughs> or, do you know what i mean uh, and go again and go again why do you think there's so many versions and redrafts of the bible um it's mainly because people went oh i'm sure the lord said something extra that time um but anyway i suppose i should let you rant a bit more because we don't have all that long left right (coughs) more home truths then okay in terms of a teaching and in terms of ambition we've got some uber core people i'm so proud of our patrons the people that we mentor we got some fucking good ones. Now, obviously, you know that there's shady shit going on behind the scenes. You know that we have spirits that go out and find you people and drag you kicking and streaming or direct the ones that are smart enough to see towards us. So we don't take much credit for going out and finding cool people because you will end up finding us. Whether you are aware of it or not, obviously, you are here for a reason. Now, in terms of teaching chris talked about agrippa and that we haven't spoken anything about anything other than what's already in there my god we are fucking itching to talk about the intermediate and advanced stuff because we haven't ever talked about that because we don't we need people to be able to pay catch up in order to get to that state now you should a lot of you be proud of what you've done Some people should be proud because they've accomplished a huge amount very quickly. Some people should be proud because they've accomplished a little amount, but it took them so much effort to actually get there. Whether it be sorting through your oil collection, whether it be trying to manifest in the astral world, whether it be making that first ever spell work, whether it be... um, liquefying gods and goddesses to power things all of these things it doesn't matter but you should be proud of what you're accomplishing we don't want to say that you're shit and we don't think that you are shit comparing yourself to the amount of other practitioners out there okay in terms of effort and how much effort you're putting in to further develop you'll see a big difference there you might see other people out there that you think are smarter it doesn't really matter. A lot of them can talk a big fucking talk, but they really can't magic their way out of a paper bag at the end of the day. All it means is they've got read enough books and they can memorize shit to spiel out, right? In terms of how our mentoring works and how the world works in this day and age, right? If we were to start teaching intermediate magic, what we'd probably do is we'd set up a Patreon and we could charge a thousand to ten thousand pounds per month for that okay now there are be people out there that don't fully understand this because people will think well that'll only give it access to rich people you know blah 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 no the way a lot of secret societies work okay 
and the way a lot of teaching within secret societies work is it's literally the old-fashioned idea of a test of not necessarily regurgitating a load of stuff but you need to be able to jump onto that stepping stone or you fall off in some kind of Indiana Jones type approach and get impelled on a bunch of sharpened spikes down below. Or maybe I'll do something a bit more pop culture squid games or something like that, right? What it is, is that super simple spell casting triangle of manifestation. If you reach that point, you'll be able to pretty much fucking manifest and you can manifest anything you want in the physical world. That means that intermediate level, you are required to understand fully and be able to work that basic triad, that basic triangle of manifestation. So you see this 10,000 pounds, you can manifest just like that. It means that a million pounds a month, anything like that, is like a, a test. It is like a, oh, that's a big amount of money, isn't it? I don't think I can afford that. No, you can afford it. You just don't understand how to do magic in a basic enough way to make that sort of thing manifest. Same with uh, certain healings, certain psychic work, all of that. All of that stuff is basic, okay? Now, there's this thing. It's a called a uh, degree, yeah? Like medical schools and shit like that, right? When you get there, you're actually starting to study something you know if you get into medical school and you start a medical school you're actually starting to you know learn about medicine but what you need to do is get into medicine school and in the fucking first place okay you need a seat at the fucking table and in order to do that you need to basically you might pass an exam but you need to do the whole pre-med thing everything we give you all of these things such as crossing the abyss, is pre-med. None of this makes you a fucking adept, right? None of this stuff, whether it be on tier one Patreon, tier two Patreon, tier three fucking Patreon, fourth mystery school, any of that. This all is your foundation-y pre-med. This is not foundation year, first year medical school. This is pre-med okay we help people to get into medical school now there are great institutions that you cannot read a fucking about in books and you cannot watch a shit documentary about the illuminati or some shit like that with a fucking eye or a fucking weird ass shitty logo or you know that sort of shit you can understand that there are real adept out there and that yes you can learn from them but you need in order to get into medical school in order to get taught by said people said things you need to get your GCSEs you need to get your A-levels a little bit of experience and then you need to do your pre-med and actually get in we help the people that want to go down that path we're not interested in helping mundanes. We do it every now and then because most of the mundanes we work with or work for pay us in order to use them as teaching aids. I.e. people pay us to fix their problems, which we either fix 
like a dissection in anatomy class or we give to other people people that we train to fix okay we don't give a shit about the mundanes okay we don't care about solving the everyday problems that the local fucking cunning man or cunning woman or wise woman or fucking psychic deals with we don't give a shit about that what we care about is you guys we care about you people that are saying i really want to become a doctor i really really do but i'm just not fucking smart enough okay i've just been trying so hard and i'm blocked and i'm stuck we care about taking you and helping you. Obviously, we ain't talking about medical school and doctors. We're talking about magic, isn't we? So, please do take full advantage of this. And please understand just how fucking rare you guys are. And don't, for one fucking minute, go and look at some stupid, shitty YouTube channel they do some shitty spells or recite a load of bollocks and you think fucking hell they're super powerful they know what they're talking about they're talking in latin guess what they're not talking in latin because they don't know latin they're talking about some fucking bollocks same with the egyptians oh my god modern ancient egyptian i think i'll just fucking leave it there do you want a final rank chris <laughs> extra points if you were adding modern ancient Egyptian <laughs> <laughs> um, oh don't that, that is a rabbit hole in itself I won't even touch that with a barge pole um, I think we could totally do an entire one of these purely on Kifi alone um, and its formulation but we'll we'll figure out what we do with that in the future but the I think what I kind of want to just touch on is one to reiterate what you've what you've just said, which is we give a hell of a lot of time um, and no, <laughs> no funding from the um, podcast, etc. will be enough to pay for the amount of time we actually give. Um, you know, it, it's it doesn't even keep, it wouldn't even keep the the electricity on our laptops in order to do some of it, what we charge with the amount of time we spend with people on a one-to-one -one basis. Um, but that's what we have chosen to do. We feel that that is worthy of our time, that we could be in a hoodoo style, sp spending, you know, selling um, snake oil for thousands of pounds. What we choose to do is spend that time with yourselves. So do take that time with us. Um, I want to say there's no problem so small, um, but I think I did actually scare off a patron last week who really wanted just, just to do it for them. Um, that is not what we're here for. Um, you can go and get those kind of services over at the website and pay the actual going rate. Um, but obviously, you know, um, that's not what we're here for on the Patreon. It is, it is for you to be developed further. At the end of the day, like we said right at the beginning, we have no, no, no quota to meet, and quite frankly, it really doesn't make any difference to us. Um, kind of what what level you eventually reach. What is exciting for us is actually helping you get through that process, um, and actually testing and pushing you week after week. Um, sending you down rabbit warrens trying to find out and dig out new and exciting bits of magic 
um, that you wouldn't have necessarily thought of. That's not, um, it's not an intelligence thing, that's an experience thing. Um, and actually there isn't enough information out there that will guide you. Um, now uh, we have I've mentioned Agrippa quite a lot today, but essentially it is a, it's a hard slog getting what you want out of Agrippa. Um, it's not very well written, um, and it's even more coded in the language that it uses. But you know there are lots of resources out there to kind of hint at various bits. And actually, you know, if you are of a decent which I would hope you were getting to have mastered that kind of astral lunar part of the triangle you should be able to be pulling out what you need um from agrippa and it should be pulling you to the parts that you need to perfect on um but that's all i'll say about agrippa um i was going to say something else but i can't think what it was so we might have to just end it there but the um <coughs> at the end of the day uh, we're here to support you um, and no, we haven't put out books, but maybe that's what we should have done. Um, oh, God, really? what everybody else seems to well, have done. we are done. both writing books, yeah. aren't we? But, oh, we mean, are. But on very specific subjects. Right, it's, it's not the right it's way there. to fucking learn. It's not no. the right way to learn. No. It just really isn't. It's such a shit way to learn, learning from a book. Because you need to be able to understand the language that that person's given. And I don't mean English. I mean, actually understand what they're trying to tell you. If you, mm. don't, if you can't grasp the concepts, these, these are closer to art forms than they mm. are language. Yeah, um, you don't you know, memorize. You do. <laughs> you just do them. You, you the understand and you do them. It's the only exactly. type of memory from magic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, but no, that's what you're there for. And thank you to those that already do subscribe. Um, obviously, jump up the tiers if you feel that you can. Um, financially, that is. But really, like Liam said, at the, at the very start, <laughs> even as a foundation, you should be in the position where you can get everything that you need. Mm. Um, the reason for that is you need to have those basics covered so that you can explore the higher starts of magic. If you're constantly working with, you know, illness um, or money problems or relationship drama, then actually you're ne never going to really progress all that far. And the reason for that is you need that time to do it, which means mm. that those, those basics need to be covered for you to push further. Um, and actually have the time to develop the new skills that you want to explore. Um, obviously, we do most of it by having to bend time a lot. But, you know, we've got people that we've got to, got to try and fit everything in. Um, but you don't have an entire client list to deal with yet. Um, so, you know, in order to really enjoy that, the basics need to be covered. You know, rent needs to be paid. You need to be healthy. You need to be um, in a good, solid position to really test magic. So, I think I'll you don't there. need to be the person that is pulling themselves across the floor every day. But what you do need to make sure is that you are not the person that, when it comes to it, when that's the only way to progress, 
that you're not the person that just sits and stays put and has a fucking breakdown and don't pull themselves back together and get on with it. Okay. Hashtag shadow work. Because mm. <laughs> there's always magic. Even if you're dealing with your own psychological problems, there's always magic at play. Okay. And these are all magical obstacles that you need to deal with. So there we go. We'll be talking to you all on an individual basis, obviously, in your mentoring session. So if you'd like us to elaborate on anything we've spoken to today, then please feel free to bring it up. Um, and yes, this was a rant, I suppose, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, but I think it was a jam-packed one. Lots of juicy yeah. golden nuggets. There's probably like something it. in there. I didn't even mention Ash William Mills once. No. No. Okay, bye then.